If you feel that life is just giving you more than you can handle, please realize that you are not alone. Welcome to Abba Daddy House Girls Speak Out with your hosts, the founders of Abba Daddy House, Myrna Thatcher and Annette Smith. We're here to listen and provide help for you and others. At last, you have a place to speak out and be heard. Now, here are your hosts, Annette and Myrna. Hi, guys. This is Myrna. And um, let's see, I'm... Who are you? Annette. Annette. Is it that bad of a morning? <laughs> yeah, it was pretty bad. It was a bad morning? Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, my cat jumped up and down on me. <laughs> <laughs> He's an awesome cat, though. Hey, we have numbers. We have numbers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we do. Amazingly, Richardson, Good Texas. Numbers. Guess what? Under live listeners, you're still number one. So. That's our people. They just like right. us. Yeah, and I looked you up on the map, and you all are around De- Texas. I mean, and excuse me, of course you're around Texas, but Dallas. I meant to say Dallas, Texas. And number two, listeners, is St. Louis, Missouri, F for Live, and you all moved from second to fifth. Well, Missouri's close to Kansas. It is. Arizona, you're hanging in there, man. You have moved from seventh to third for Live Regional. Okay, way to go. Way to go, Phoenix. We love you guys. And just to kind of say on demand, you know, which you guys can do on demand anytime with any of ours. It's on demand kind of like they demand us. They demand us. Yeah, they demand to have us on. Well, I guess so. We're on demand. (laughs) All right. Just don't demand us too much. Yeah. <laughs> okay. This is interesting. San Francisco, California, you moved up from the fourth place to the first place in our stats. Thank you, San Francisco. Derby, Kansas, woo-woo, you moved from 12th to the second place. Wow. That's, that was after we went and visited and threatened. Is that what it was? Yeah. Oh, boy, are we threats. Yeah, we sat in your mother's house. <laughs> Okay. We sat in your mom's house and just showed threatened them. That's right. <laughs> Unfortunately, Richardson, Texas, you dropped from first to third on the on demands because San, Fr- San Francisco and Derby kind of nudge you out of there. But it was close. In Mountain View, um, California, you dropped from um, dropped to fourth from third. But hey, everybody keep listening whether you're whether you're live or on demand. And in Dublin, you're you're still going strong. Thank you, Dublin listener, listeners. And also in China, Lang Chai, I don't know, but you're number one in, in, um, in the China area in the world. So Dublin and China, thank you so much. And there's also, every month, there's new listeners all over the place. Yeah. And we appreciate that. Yeah. We, we do. Should, we should travel again and start throwing up those little cards again that we yeah. gave out. Mm-hmm. When we were traveling to and from Kansas. Yeah. Okay. They must have gone clear to China. <laughs> Wow. Okay. Um, Another thing that's going on in our life is what? A fundraiser? Several fundraisers we're going to have. Yeah, but right now we have one going on on Facebook. Yes, Facebook. We appreciate you guys. We put out a fundraiser, and the next day we already had people sending us money. Thank you so much. And the Facebook um, address is abadaddygirls.com. Yeah, And you can, what we're doing is because we went ahead on faith, we signed that contract. We talked about last week's that it was sitting in our inbox on faith. We signed it for three more months. So we need your support. 
if you want the gospel to be spread and the voices to be heard from the voiceless and hope given to the hopeless, abadaddygirls.com, we're not asking for much as you give what you can, prayerfully give. And uh, we appreciate it. Even if it's a dollar. Exactly. Exactly. And and we got a fundraiser going to be set up over here at John Moggers too. Mm -hmm. We're setting the date up Mm -hmm. over here and he's going to take his sales and round them up for us. And we're going to do a radio show on that day. So, so here we go because, and we, John already does quite a bit for us because he lets us use his internet in his office mm-hmm. um, here on Fridays. Um, although it was kind of interesting today because there was like two washing machines and something else and something else in front of the door that goes to his office. Mm-hmm. So it was like, oh, okay. And Myrna was going to move. I John started, says, no, I yeah, can do that. I started moving the washer. That was interesting. Yeah. He woman. <laughs> yeah. So, well, it was an obstacle and you get in there and you get rid of it. Uh, okay, so we are going to start talking about our topic, but I want to discuss something before we go into our topic, all right, because I don't want people to think um, there's actually, we're, we're going to talk about jealousy today and, and among other emotions, and, but we want to briefly mention, because we are mental health providers, there is such a thing as a delusional disorder with, with jealous type. Okay, and it is in the DSM-5. I hate to tell you, I've got that. You got that? Yeah, I keep it in a bag at home. Do you? Mm-hmm. What? Do you ever bring it out? Or Heaven, no, I don't want it in me. Oh, okay. <laughs> it just keeps it in the bag at home. In yeah, your it's closet. a collection of mine. <laughs> okay, so you have delusional disorder with jealous type in a bag at home. Right. Okay. What kind of bag? It's a very, very stiff bag. Stiff. Because you can see it every once in a while go like this. Oh, it jumps? Oh. It's trying to get out. I won't ask you anymore. It's delusional. Okay. <laughs> All right. Seriously, this is a valid mental health disorder. And what we're talking about today does not include this disorder. All right. The delusions are fixed beliefs that do not change. Even when a person is presented with confl- conflicting evidence, even if you prove to this person that they are not like sometimes um, a spouse will say, you are going out on me. You are having affairs. And you tell the spouse, I am not doing that. There is no evidence. I am not doing that. That, But that can be their delusion. And it's very real to them. And it's very painful. It is very painful. And that delusion, um, according to the DSM-5. That's the reason I made the joke earlier is because I want to lighten the load for mm-hmm. people. It's good to joke. Joking is is it's sunshine for the soul mm-hmm. it's happiness for the spirit mm-hmm. and so people that have delusional jealousy learn to laugh a little learn to talk yourself out of it make jokes of it because that will lighten your spirit and it will help you get through it too yeah. so we don't we don't want you to think that we've we are talking about that today because that's not what we're talking about it and that's because that's a serious disorder and we don't want to make light of it but we just wanted to up front say this is not what we're speaking about today okay so now let's get into what we are speaking about today okay all right paddle locks on your heart on your heart one big okay so i have a question do you have one big paddle lock or many, 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 many paddle locks? And today I was going to wear a whole bunch of padlocks. Yes, on she me. was. But since we didn't get beyond Facebook, so I'm glad I didn't do it. Okay. Yeah, because she would have clanged, clanged the whole show with her paddle locks. 
No, they would have been a little tiny padlocks. Okay. All right. So what are padlocks on your heart? What does that mean? What do you think? Well, see, some people manage to have a lot of different compartments in their heart mm -hmm. and lock it up. Mm -hmm. I have one big lock on my heart. Okay. Because of all the pain I've been through, mm -hmm. I locked my whole heart up and gave the key to God. Yep. That's my padlock, That's one big padlock. padlock. So there are secret places in our heart that we don't allow anyone to know about, but maybe God. Mm -hmm. Okay. Or there are tender places, painful places that shut out. We shut out places or dark places that others don't need to know about. Mm -hmm. Places you think God doesn't even know about. Sometimes people do that. Mm -hmm. But I used to. Mm -hmm. But God, God knows everything. That's right. God is <laughs> omniscient, so he knows those secret places in our hearts that we try to keep from everybody else. But see, sometimes if you don't know God, you can't know whether he's omniscient. That's right. And some padlocks we open up just a little bit with only certain people, people who we define as special and we can trust. Like, there's things I know about you, you know about me, that let's just say. I don't even know about me. Well, that's true, but. Anyway, but so there's things like that, but there's things like you know about me that my own family doesn't know about me. Mm -hmm. And so because of that, we have that trust relationship. So I can unlock that padlock for a little bit and let you in. And then we shut it. I shut it back up and put the padlock back on. Because, you know, I wouldn't use it against you. Exactly. Or right. Mm -hmm. Yep. In Genesis, God created the heavens and the earth. Yes, he did. Then he created man. Yes, he did. But when he created Adam, mm -hmm. he, he watched Adam as Adam moved around the earth. Mm -hmm. And what he decided was it wasn't good for Adam to be alone or man right. to be alone because he didn't want man to be lonely. Right. So he created woman so that he'd have a helpmate course man decided he would ruin that one and treat woman like she wasn't helpmate so sin came in of course and ruined that and now we have a lot of sin included into relationships and that's what mm -hmm. that's what oh, was I, you stick your I was not sticking my finger at you <laughs> I thought did I say something wrong <laughs> no no I agree with what you just said yeah that's what causes a lot of the disagreements between man and woman, between friend and friendships and between other relationships. And we can't live in harmony no more. No. You know, people, people live in harmony. Some people do. They've learned how to work together and, and, and do a good relationship. Mm -hmm. But then there's, not so much good harmony, harmony and then jealousy comes in. Right. And when we come back from break, we'll work some more on that. On we'll jealousy? Talk, yeah, on jealousy. We'll talk about jealousy. Okay, well, okay. Because is jealousy a sin? I don't know. We Let's talk find about out. it. Okay. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. Look for Annette and Myrna's book, Turning the Curse into a Blessing, a Testimony of God's Healing Power. The book elucidates the journey of how Annette Smith gained healing from living as a child and other people. The book is available through Amazon.com in both paperback and Kindle formats. 
Anyone who is looking for guidance from God and feeling that life is hopeless should read this book, Turning the Curse into a Blessing, a Testimony of God's Healing Power. Find it today. Abba Daddy House Incorporated was founded by Myrna Thatcher and Annette Smith. We provide pro bono counseling for those caught in the insurance gap. We also provide basic needs for those who have great difficulty making it from one month to the next. Donations for expanding our business are always appreciated. Remember Philippians 4 verse 3. Yes, and I ask you, my true companion, help these women since they have contended at my side in the cause of the gospel. Visit AbbaDaddyHouse.org. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You are listening to Abba Daddy Girls Speak Out. To reach our program today, please call one 888 346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to abadaddyhouse7 at gmail.com. Now, back to Myrna and Annette. Okay, so we are talking about jealousy. And I, can I give an example about when I was jealous once? Well, in a minute, I just wanted to ask you a question. You want to ask me a question? Do I have to answer it? Um. No, but okay. you can if you want to. Okay. Um, do you know what destroyed brotherhood? You mean like in the Garden of Eden? Anytime. Anytime. What, what destroys brotherhood? Um, I would have to say mistrust, sin, which is mistrust, jealousy, greed. Um, yeah. You hit the nail on the head. Oh, good. And I didn't yeah. hit my thumb. <laughs> didn't. You can walk and chew gum now. Uh, but I don't think I'll try that. <laughs> is, is jealousy a sin? Um, it can be, yes. It not only can be, the Bible says it is mm-hmm. a sin. And you know what? Greed, I think, fuels jealousy. Probably. I think it does very much so. I think so. Okay. Yes, can I tell my can. story? Yes. Well, I'll let you, so everybody's got to decide whether I sinned or not. Okay. Okay. All right. Who's going to do it? You're going to call in and tell whether she sinned or not? Yeah. You with, oh, let me remind everybody, you who are without sin cast the first stone. We won't get any calls on that one, will we? All right. So um, let me see. We, I was uh, between, I was in sophomore, I was a sophomore in high school. And well, the, and we had to move from the town where I basically lived up um, in um, Argonia, Kansas. And we moved from Argonia to a suburb of Wichita, Kansas. And that was a big shocker for me, considering that we only had like 28 people in my, in my class in school. We moved to a, class, to a school where I had over 100. And I mean, it was just a big culture shock. <clears throat> Excuse me. And, um, but I got to go back. We had spring break there in Mulvane, Kansas, where we had moved. And I got to go back during our spring break. break and 
I that was easy for you. That to was say. easy for me to say. And visit my old classmates because they were still in school. Because I don't think Argonia had spring breaks back then. And I remember going to the high school, and I was at one end of the hall, and I looked down the hallway, and there was Larry. And with Larry, with her hands on Larry, was I'm not saying her name. A lady, a person, a girl, a girl. And I looked down that hallway and I saw that and I said, she is not going to lay her hands on my Larry, my man. Let's see, She's you weren't married to him yet. No, I wasn't married. It was between our, it was, you know, I was just a sophomore in high school. Was she engaged to him? No. Were you dating him? I don't know if we were dating. I don't know that we were dating at that moment we had started dating off and on since seventh grade and this was seventh eighth ninth tenth so that was three years later and we dated off and on but it was that was it when I saw her hands on him that was it and now 20 not 20 46 46 years later and let me see 46 years and eight days later I still have him. He's mine. So I guess it happened that she didn't get him. I got him for 46 years and eight days. So that's my jealousy story. So was I wrong? I don't know. It depends. Depends on. I don't Did you marry him out of jealousy? Or did you? I married him because I loved him. And still do. So I don't know. Because that was that was sophomore year and we didn't get married till two or three, two years later. Did you say anything to her? Um, I don't remember. I don't think so. I don't think I would have said anything to her. I'm I'm more of the covert type when it came to that. Then I guess you must not have sinned because you didn't hurt her. You didn't hurt anybody in the process. I don't think so. She still walked and talked and didn't have a broken arm or leg or anything, fingers or no. I didn't. I don't think I gave her daggers. I just thought she's not going to do that. That's my man. Teenage crush. What can I say? And I still have it at, like I said, all these years. I don't even know where that woman is. She's a woman now because she's my age. I don't even know where she lives. But anyway. If, if, you, if you're listening to me, you know who you are. <laughs> and I just want you to know, I still have him. So, well, let's see. Maybe you can call her up and talk to her. <laughs> <laughs> she probably doesn't even know about that. She probably doesn't even remember doing that. But I do. All these years later, I do. So that's my jealousy story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Is that self-centered jealousy? That was. Then it's a sin. You're right. It was self-centered. <laughs> totally. Totally Rom- self-centered. Romans 13, 12 through 14. Let us behave decently um, as in the daytime, not in carousing and drunkenness, not sexual immorality, not hypocrisy, not in dissension and jealousy. <laughs> and jealousy. Rather, clothe yourself with the Lord Jesus Christ and do not think about how to gratify the desires, desires of, of your flesh. flesh. 
I'm Which sure. Which is your heart. Shush. I'm sure. I am sure. I said, praise the Lord. Get your hands off him. Hallelujah. I'm going to break your fingers. Um, I'm sure that's what I did. I'm sure that's what was in my heart, right? B. Jealousy means we are not content with what God has provided for us. Um, okay. Means we squeeze God out of our brain by only thinking of what we want that others have. have. Well, okay. So maybe she had him. I don't know. She had him at that moment. At that moment. But, but am I rationalizing my sin? Idolatry. Putting someone slash something before God. Uh Uh-oh. I'm going to have him. She's not. You're right. You are? You didn't you say. You have a story like Oh, that? I was repeating yours. Oh, okay. Just checking. Uh, you didn't say, Lord, is this what you want for me? No, I didn't say that. I don't remember saying that. Um, Proverbs but 27. But hey, I'm having 46 years and eight days. Proverbs 27, 4. Jealousy is a stronger emotion than anger and fury. Ooh, that's a pretty strong statement there. Stronger emotion than anger? Anger can be pretty strong. Jealousy stronger than that. Wow. Think about that. Fury. Fury seems stronger than anger. And jealousy stronger than that. Whoa. Hmm. Anger is cruel and fury overwhelming. But who can stand before jealousy? I let her stand. I didn't tackle her. I don't know. I wasn't there. I'm just telling. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I didn't tackle her. I wish I could remember really what I did, but I can't. I just remember looking down that hallway. Well, if she if she doesn't call in, we'll know she's not around anymore. <laughs> you think so? I honestly don't know where she is. You know what? I might Facebook her name, but I don't know if she's married, and I don't know her married name. But you know, I have. You know what, guys? I may just, I may, I may just search that and find, try to find her. I don't know. I don't know. I'll think about it. Okay. So, you know what, guys? Today, long after Genesis, oh, my goodness, I've just presented that. Greed and jealousy continue, right? Yeah, Yeah, long after your school days. Yeah, long after the school days. I'm not jealous of her now. If she came around and put her hands on Larry, would you be? Uh, no, I'd tackle her. <laughs> no, I would not be because I've had him for 46 years and eight days. <laughs> no, you haven't. There's yeah. a girl in the garage that owns him. Oh, the motorcycle? The gold wing. The gold wing. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. So, but let's seriously, though, consider the locks on your heart. Many of us say we are Christians. And he that, even covers her up and He does. Well, he hasn't covered up lately because he needs to wash her. But <laughs> anyway, that's what we live with. He does bathe her before he, he rides her. It's got to be clean. Consider the locks on your heart. Many of us say we are Christians and that we follow God, but do we really? So here's here's a little <laughs> quick little test. All right, I know I'm getting serious. All right, I'm sorry, but this just came to my mind. Oh no! <laughs> Do does everybody need to hear it? Because sometimes that's scary when it just comes to your mind. All right, I won't say share it. it. Come on, no, come on. He goes out on more outings with her than you. <laughs> yes. 
she's talking about the motorcycle that's sitting in the garage, the Goldwing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've been on her once with him. Since Poor woman. <laughs> her back's probably broke right, by so now. So we call them Goldwing a she, okay? What can I say? And she's pretty. And Most she's, women do have gold wings, yeah. don't they? <laughs> I don't know. All right. So back to the, the um, task at hand. All right. So, again, many of us say we're Christians and that we follow God, but do we really? So here's the test. If you see a brother or anyone in need, would you release your most precious belonging to help that person? Think about it. If you had a choice to forfeit your last bit of money to save that person or to save yourself, who would you choose? Knowing that God is standing there as a witness of your choice. Okay. Last bit of money, you lost penny in your pocket or dollar or quarter or whatever. I've given mine away. What would you do? Would you choose to keep it yourself or would you... Spend it on someone else, knowing that God is there as a witness of your choice. And have you ever been in that or a similar situation? Did you lock your heart and walk away? So on a scale of one to ten, with one being minimal jealousy and ten being massive amount of jealousy, how much jealousy do you have towards someone right now? Okay, so one minimal, just or 10, massive amount of jealousy. How much jealousy do you have towards someone? And actually, where did that jealousy originate? In what way did you strike out at someone because of your jealousy? Or condemn them because of what they did, how they looked, or what they said, or a relationship they had, or fill in the blank. Jealousy. How much jealousy do you have towards someone? And, you know, sometimes we rationalize our jealousy and we don't, we, we minimize it, we deny it, and we don't call it what it is. We don't call it jealousy. We call it something else. We blame it the other person, actually. It's their fault. If they didn't do this, if they didn't do that. All right. So sometimes then what we do is we take our jealousy and we turn it into another emotion, which is anger. So think of the person that you have jealous, that you are jealous of, and then think if you're angry with them. Then do that scale again. Minimal angry or massive amount of angry, zero to 10. Where did that anger originate? Have you ever lost control and hurt someone? Then wondered, where did that come from? Have you ever thought to yourself, I could have killed them, literally. I could have killed them. There was that much anger and rage within me. Me to kind of maybe look to see if jealousy was attached. You know, God says that if you thought of murdering someone, you might as well have completed the act. And when we come back from break, we're going to talk about the connection between jealousy and anger when we come back. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Abba Daddy House Incorporated was founded by Myrna Thatcher and Annette Smith. We provide pro bono counseling for those caught in the insurance gap. 
We also provide basic needs for those who have great difficulty making it from one month to the next. Donations for expanding our business are always appreciated. Remember Philippians 4, verse 3. Yes, and I ask you, my true companion, help these women since they have contended at my side in the cause of the gospel. Visit AbadaddyHouse.org. Look for Annette and Myrna's book, Turning the Curse into a Blessing, a Testimony of God's Healing Power. The book elucidates the journey of how Annette Smith gained healing from living as a child and other people. The book is available through Amazon.com in both paperback and Kindle formats. Anyone who is looking for guidance from God and feeling that life is hopeless should read this book, Turning the Curse into a Blessing, a Testimony of God's Healing Power. Find it today. You need to live up to your full potential. You've heard that for years, but now there's a channel to help you get there. Introducing the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Our listeners have told us that they want to be motivated, hear about success stories, and positive encouragement around the clock. And we've responded to you. The Voice America Empowerment Channel is the home of the world's top life coaches, entrepreneurs, and success experts. Listen to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's here at VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. You are listening to Abba Daddy Girls Speak Out. To reach our program today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to abadaddyhouse7 at gmail.com. Now, back to Myrna and Annette. Welcome back. Yeah, we're talking about jealousy and anger. Yeah, and we're going to tie the two together on this one, you said. Are we? Okay, let's tie it together in a knot or just a bow. Let me use a shoelace. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. You know, in the Bible, there was a lot of of scriptures about jealousy. Yes, there is. And I mean, they were no different than us today, if you think about it. We're no different than them. Yeah, we're no different than them. But the one that sticks out in my mind is the prodigal son. Mm -hmm. Where where the one brother asked his dad if he could have his inheritance. Mm -hmm. And what did he do? He went off and squandered every Mm -hmm. bit of it. And then he ended up in a a pig swine. Mm -hmm. And Dad waited and waited and waited and waited, and he, he never seen his son. He thought his son was dead, and I mean that made his dad's son, his dad sad, waiting for him. Mm-hmm. And so he thought, you know, he's never going to see his son again. And so then the the son ends up back home, right? Mm-hmm. And of course, the father's elated, exactly, because he got his son back. Mm-hmm. So he he kills him fat and calf and has a party for him big party and what does the brother do Ooh, jealous jealous big time and what does he say to his dad why are you doing this why are you doing this i've been working for you doing all kinds of things for Mm -hmm. you i even i've taken care of all the animals on the property i've done everything you've asked me to do and you didn't even give me one little calf on the property to have a party with my friends you wouldn't give me nothing. That's right. And what does the dad say to, my, to his son? He says, 
your brother was dead and now he's alive. You've been with me for always. You've always been there with me. And you own everything I have. What I have is yours. But he's been gone. And we need to have a party. He's alive again. Mm-hmm. We need to show him that we're glad he's back. He was lost and is found. And the prodigal mm-hmm. son. But the brother wouldn't even come to the party, would he? Nope. He was very jealous. He's jealous. Very angry. Yeah. Very, very, very. Yeah. And I think one part in the story, the brother, the old, the other brother decides to take his part of the inheritance and leave. I think I'm not sure. I'm not sure about that. I don't think so. I'm, I don't think so. I don't remember, but I didn't bring my, my sword, my Bible with me, but I don't think so. I think they left it at that. But I know, I know that he was pretty angry with the other brother. What I like about the father, how he responded to that angry brother was he called him my son. And then he also tried to build a relationship between the two brothers with the angry brother by saying your brother. Okay, so he said, my son and your brother. So it was pretty neat that he tried to build that. But jealousy came in and anger came in and it destroyed the relationship. So, yeah. And then there's the definition of envy and jealousy. And and we were talking about this and and this source came from Gustavo Razzidi on um, how to avoid jealousy and envy. And it says, although jealousy and envy are relatives, they're not the same. They're kind of like cousins, but not the same. When you wish you have a possession as someone else's, like their office or their home or their beautiful new convertible, this is envy. You don't just want what they have. You want their stature that goes along with it. All right. So you want their position. You want what they have because it makes you look good and it makes you look rich or it makes you look important. When you envy, you idolize. Envy is a two-person relationship. I want what you have. I want to be important. And if I, if I drive this car or if I have the corner office or if I have this friend or if I, have, if I wear these clothes, then I'm, I'm okay. I, I just want what you have because you have status. Jealousy, on the other hand, is a three-person triangle. I want the recognition you have from others. You're afraid to lose someone you love in the hands of the other. And jealousy will cause us to take precautionary measures. Should those, new, should those measures fail, you lose the partner or the recognition. The new situation arouses anger, depression, and disappointment. So envy is two-person. Jealousy is a three-person triangle. You want recognition, okay, from others. Should these measures fall, you lose the partner or the recognition, and anger, depression, and disappointment arise. Jealousy and envy are natural instincts. However, you can manage how you react. Both emotions mask other feelings. They can become lethal. They hide our insecurities, shame, or need to possess. They feed our inner critic, making us feel worthless. And that's what happens is because then we do. Jealousy and envy will feed our feelings of insecurity, our feelings of worthlessness, because we can say, I feel so much better if I had that because so-and-so has it. And they look so happy. Or if I had that, I would be so content. But remember what we said earlier that, that um, you know, jealousy can really feed into our own self-destruction. 
the terms that denote feelings are also used to denote actions. Uh, the child of God is commanded to either perform or forsake. The child of God is commanded to first put on godly actions. So regardless of how you feel, godly feelings are consequences of godly actions arising from biblical thinking and not the other way around. So if you're, if you're a Christian, regardless of how you feel inside, there are ways that you, pre you should respond, not react, but respond, such as if you're feeling jealousy, how much love are you showing someone? You know, are you putting on love or are you putting on hate? If you are jealous, um, are you rejoicing when that person's rejoicing? Or are you grieving because you don't have what they want, what you want? You don't have what they have. Do you grieve over that? What about compassion? Sometimes you could be. Yeah. Yep. So um, what about compassion, Annette? Do you have com if you have compassion in your heart, what does jealousy do to that? Well, if you have jealousy, you're indifferent. Mm -hmm. To that person mm -hmm. in the situation, we talk kind of like what will what will jealousy do to kindness? Um, it gives you malice and wrath. Malice is a a term that I've had to define several times to myself, and it's the intent to harm someone. Well, jealousy can get so bad that you will harm someone. We've had cases where when there's been jealousy that they have harmed the other. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's pretty sad. It is. Um, that does not get you anywhere, anywhere at all. So the jealousy can, de can destruct, can, excuse me, can destroy you, can destroy a relationship um, that some people will just walk away and say never again, never again. So if somebody is jealous of us, how do we do we treat them um, with tenderness or harshness? Uh, usually with tenderness. Oh, if they're jealous of us, we're supposed to treat them with tenderness. Mm -hmm. But most people treat them with harshness. That's right. And what does the harshness do to jealousy? Makes it worse. Feeds it, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So um, anyway, the the... Covetousness. Oh, we've already talked about that, the envy and stuff, instead of being content, right? Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, there's so much that goes on with that. Like, we go down to trust and humility and forbearance and forgiveness. Right. What about those? You know, it's all got the opposites. You know, if mm -hmm. you don't, if you don't got trust, you got jealousy. If you mm -hmm. don't got humility, you got pride. Mm -hmm. Forbearance and forgiveness, you got vagueness. Vengeance. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you know, all of it, one, the, the one is from Christ. If you put it on, right, it's from Christ. If you don't have it, then you've got what's from Satan, mm -hmm. sin. Right. And, you know, it, it's not good. It's not good. If you, right. if you focus on Christ, then you have, the, you have the gentleness, the gentleness of spirit. Right. We do. You do because you have him. So, because he will be, he's gentle. Do you think Christ ever was jealous? Christ would, Christ would, I think Christ felt every emotion we felt. Mm 
he has. Okay. But Christ didn't let the emotions seep in. He didn't react to the emotions the way we did. He knew how to control himself and he knew how to Satan tried to put emotions on him. Mm -hmm. Satan tried to give him the sin that we have. But Christ knew that man did not live by bread alone, but by every word that came from God. Mm -hmm. So Christ focused on God and he put all of his, everything that he did came from God. God. Jesus didn't sin. Right. He didn't want to sin. He lived for what God had for him. That was his most important mission on earth. Right. And so he had love and peace and compassion. Because if you think about it, when Jesus was tempted in, in the desert by Satan, he searched, Satan certainly did present opportunities for Christ to be jealous. He did? He did. He also told him that, you know, he could throw himself off that mountain and mm -hmm. angels would come. In, and that was the truth. Mm -hmm. He did not lie to him. Right. But yeah. God knew that that wasn't what he was there for. Mm -hmm. Right. So jealousy is what, how do you deal with the one that says that God is a jealous God? God is a jealous God. If we put a, if we put God before him, mm -hmm. then he, he, he has just jealousy, okay. just anger. Just, he doesn't go overboard on it. He doesn't have the jealousy like we do. He doesn't have jealousy to the point of being sinful. He has, he has ownership on us. And if we claim Christ in our heart, then we should never have any other gods before him. Right. And if we put it there, then he expects us to straighten it up. Mm -hmm. That's the kind of jealousy he has. He expects us to have one God and only one God. Right. And when they, when they say that God is a jealous God, it's a, it is just that. It's, it's not ownership. It's a, yeah. And it's not, he's righteous. He can't sin. So it's not, he doesn't feel, he doesn't feel the, um, I almost said her name. Woo, that was close. He doesn't, he didn't feel what I felt. It, it's and, not the kind of jealousy like we have. Exactly. It's not destructive jealousy. It's ownership. Mm -hmm. Right. It's the kind he has. It's like when people say, why should I serve a God that says, suffer unto me? Mm. Because why would he make you suffer? That isn't the kind of suffer right. he's talking about. When he says, suffer unto me, he means come unto me. Mm -hmm. He means follow me. He means be unto me. Do unto me, work unto mm -hmm. me, listen unto me, follow my words. He's wanting us to have everything that's good. Exactly. God, the greatest gift in the Bible is love. And what would God give us out of love? If God loves you with, with a love that is so great that he would never take it away from you, what would he give you? Everything. everything. Would he hurt you? No, absolutely not. Would he leave you or forsake you? No. He wants everything that's good for you. He wants to prosper you. And not, and harm, not you. harm you. Yeah. So he wouldn't be jealous so bad that he would knock you around if you didn't. If you had another God before him. Right. And he we waits. all do. Yes, we do. We do. We all do. Mm -hmm. One one at one time or another. Mm -hmm. Or even now. 
anything that you that takes over your mind mm -hmm. to the point that you forget about God is a God before him. That's right. What about um, the, you know, when you are hurt but and there's a like a normal jealousy, like when someone has had an affair on you or, you know, someone has you, it was your best friend and they betrayed you. Um, and you hurt them and in you the process. Hurt, uh -huh. You've, you've had another God before mm -hmm. God. But, you push God out of right. your mind. So, but, and then, but you learn to padlock your heart. Mm -hmm. You have. And did you give God the key to that padlock? No. no. You push God out mm -hmm. too. You padlocked everybody out. And the only way you can get, the only way you can cure yourself of that, people say, well, what do I do to change it? You've got to focus on God. You've got to take yourself away from the thing you're jealous on. Get rid of it. If you're jealous of another person, don't focus on that person. Mm -hmm. Start taking yourself away from that and start talking to God. Start realizing the good things that God has given you. If you're jealous, if I was jealous of you, then I've lowered myself. I'm not good enough. You're better than I am. Okay. And I want what you got. Right. I need what you got mm -hmm. because I'm not good enough to get what you've got. So I need to make myself good. better. Mm -hmm. And I need to realize that what God gave me is good enough. Right. Content. Yeah. Content and, with all things. And God isn't going to leave me sitting here and suffer. No. And, you know, I got to understand that when God created you, he created you the way he created you. Mm -hmm. And when God created me, he created me equal to That's you. That's right. I'm not under your foot. That's right. And even if I don't have as much money as you have, who cares? I'm still as good as you are. Mm -hmm. Money isn't going to make nope. me. Nope. If I don't have the car you have, who cares? That car ain't going to make me. And even though it's not a little red car? <laughs> I love the little red car, but it's not mine. No, it's not. I was only joking the whole time we had it. And they gave me, <laughs> we took that little red car back. They set a box of Kleenex in front of me. I took the Kleenex out. So I have to get my little red car back. Our our truck had to go in to the hospital this last week. And so um, to give you background. And so we had a loaner car and it was a little red Subaru. Beautiful little and red car. It was, it was nice. Um, but yeah, Annette didn't want to give up her little red car, but she had to. And I told them if God's willing, I'll come back and get that little red car. <laughs> but you know what? If God's not willing, it's not going to break me. Mm -hmm. It's a pretty little red car, but I like, our truck, too. Our truck is pretty, too. God gave it to us. Yeah. Even though I have to go <laughs> to get, get in it, <laughs> it still gets us around. Right. So what our focus needs to be, not on what others have, not on what others have done, not on um, what we think we deserve, entitlement. There's a lot of entitlement going around in our society today. Mm -hmm. A lot of entitlement. You, I, you, I am entitled to what you just did or what you just took away from me. Or, look at that person. That person doesn't add up. I can't let them sit at my table. Oh, yeah. They're not good enough to They're be around me. They're not part of my group. Yeah. Ooh. Click, click. Uh-huh. Yeah. That happens a lot in churches. Happens everywhere. Yes, it does. Work, churches. Schools. Schools. Yeah. Everywhere. The click, workplace. click. Yep. Click, click. You know, what comes to my head is there's a, a poster board, a billboard that says, click it or ticket. Well, yeah, I think then we need to change that to something else besides how could we do that without clicks? Um, 
no click. Say snap it or click or ticket it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, we just have to focus on Christ, like you said. Get get our focus away from our have-nots or that person or our discontentment, and turn around and focus on right. Him and forgive that person if they've harmed us, you know, and or hurt us in any way or brokenness. And when people hurt you, forgive them. Mm-hmm. Just plain old forgive them. God forgave you. Did we hurt God? Absolutely. Did we hurt Jesus? Who put Jesus on the cross? Yeah. Who had the hammer? We did. Yep. Yeah. And every time I think about that, I cry. Mm-hmm. Because we did put him there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we have to really, uh, we owe, th- don't you think we owe that person forgiveness also? Because Christ, like you said, Christ forgave us. And we've already really mentioned it here um, that if, you, if you're without sin, cast the first stone. Well, that's, that's in the scripture. And that's very true. Um, before you pick up the stone and, and hit someone, hit your knees first and see what's in your own heart. Mm-hmm. If we, go ahead. I used to, care, I used to make little bags that mm-hmm. says, if you're without sin, you can cast the first stone and hand those little bags out mm-hmm. because so many people were so, they were just casting stones all over the place mm-hmm. in, in the churches we were in. And so instead of getting angry at them, I'd hand them a bag. Mm-hmm. And it had the little stones in it. And in the stones, it had words on them. And it would say, Jesus forgives. Why don't you? Yeah. Yeah. If we, if we turn to God rather than anger or jealousy or envy um, or any of those other put off um, disrespect, pride, vengeance, all of that, grief, hate, um, if we put those off, and we turn to God, he will soften our hearts. It's that simple. I know it doesn't sound that simple, but it is that simple. I don't know why we make God hard. Because God's created us and he knew that we wouldn't, you know, he needed to make it easy. Just think of the people that, that abused me. I could hate them. I don't hate them. I don't hate not a one of them. I think about who abused them. Mm-hmm. My brother, I could have hated him for the rest of my life. I don't hate him. I don't hate not one abuser that abused me, and there was many of them. Yeah. Because they were abused too. Mm-hmm. I think about abusers in, in prison. Yeah. And I think, who hurt them? This world is full of hurt people. Yes, it is. And my brother said something that stuck in my mind forever hurt people, hurt, hurt people. Yep. He's the one that hurt me, and he said that himself. Mm-hmm. I think he was trying to say to me, forgive me because I hurt you because somebody hurt me. Hurt me, and I can't control, or I won't control it. Yeah. Yeah. If we learn to talk situations out with those who seem to be opposing you, you know, God says that if if someone strikes your cheek, then you turn the other cheek. And we should never repay evil for evil. We need to talk things out. We need to be able to do that. And if we can't talk things out on one-to-one, we need to find somebody that will mediate for us and Mm -hmm. talk things out. A relationship is important. Well, the first thing you got to do is get your heart ready to forgive. Mm -hmm. You get that anger out of your heart because, you know what? If you have not sinned against anybody, if you have not hurt anybody in the world, if you have not 
ever put anger on somebody, and if you have not done anything wrong at all and you're perfect, then you can be angry. That's right. Then you can you can be jealous mm-hmm. and you can do all the things you want to do if you've never done anything wrong. But you better be careful. Yeah. Because yeah. you'll be judged in the same way you judge yeah. someone else. We need to remember that we need to have something in our heart that the other person desires. This way they won't go looking somewhere else. And that something is tenderness and love. Love is the greatest gift. If your actions are based in love, then there's no room for sin. So make sure you're trying to win the heart of God and not man. Joy um, is found on medi- mediating on God. Med- excuse me, meditating on God. Um, remember our fundraiser on Abedad. You can mediate for God. I, you can. You can be the mediator between someone and God. Remember our fundraiser, abedaddygirls.com on Facebook. And July 12th, mark that date, July 12th, Levi Holly will be, as we're hoping, and um, we have set aside that day, that radio program for Levi Holly to come back on for an interview. Um, right. This will be one week before we go to pre-sentencing with him. And so um, July 12th, Levi Holly, and we've been wanting to get Levi on again. And it's happened July 12th. And I want to say something to everybody. Voice America is the best radio station there is on the Internet. So everybody look them up. Yeah. They're an awesome, awesome group of people they're our family yep and we especially appreciate josh our engineer mm-hmm. he's an awesome guy and robert our executive producer yeah. and everybody else with the support down there and we appreciate we you. love all of them yes we do and um this is the um, ha- happy birthday america because we won't see you until after the fourth we won't excuse me won't be talking to you till after the fourth so happy birthday america god bless us we'll talk with you next week Thank you for being here this week. Be sure to join hosts Annette Smith and Myrna Thatcher for another edition of Abba Daddy Girls Speak Out next Friday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Enjoy the upcoming weekend.